Hello, this is James Grubbick with Unrestricted Truths. No, 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 that was the old show. Unrestricted Warfare. Why? Because we are in the, the fifth year of the biological warfare, synthetic warfare, the information warfare. And now people think World War III starting because of, of the kinetic aspect, right? In, in Ukraine and Mideast and probably Taiwan and China very soon because China's economy is tanking. But that's, no, 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 no. That We've been in war for five years and most sheep, most vaccinated do not even realize this. So I got a very special guest. He and I have met at the Clay Clark uh, General Flynn Conference. His name is Scotty Sachs. We're about the same age, come up, same kind of background, even though he grew up in Chicago, I grew up above New York City. And what's interesting, he has a radio show called SovereignRadio.net. So we're going to get into all subjects. He's sort of like a Swiss Army Knight of information, the way I am. Same kind of background. We'll start off with this video out of Kenya. Can you believe Bill Gates is there again? Oh, yeah, of course he is. Video number one, coming up. It's global push to support its so-called government-backed digital ID programs. And this time setting its sight on Kenya, where it will advise the government on that country's Maisha Naba digital ID initiative that is currently under development. So according to a Kenyan news agency, Gates' role is assisting the Kenyan government in its development and the rollout of Maisha Number was announced after a recent series of the closed-door meetings with Kenyan President William Ruto. According to Biometric Update, Maisha Number is supposedly expected to address different challenges, such as identifying and authenticating citizens, safeguarding primary registration documents such as birth certificates and national identity cards, and improving the management of the social programs and government operations. The project has been met with skepticism in some parts of the country. Rights groups have also been expressing concern over the possibility of discrimination and the erosion of privacy. But listen, I just told you in a very nice way. Now let me just put it blatantly to you. The program targets the birth of new babies. So once you have your baby, before your baby leaves the hospital, you no longer get a paper birth certificate, but then you get a digital one that is somehow implanted somewhere on somebody's body. Think about that, but have a listen to this. Um, the digital ID, which has been a big problem to us for a very long time, is now on a testing mode. For the next two months, I have been assured by all the stakeholders, led by the ministries concerned, that by December we will be able to launch digital ID where every Kenyan don't have to carry any paper, plastic or otherwise, as an ID that they should be able to be identified digitally using their iris or their fingerprints and we can transact without the necessity so guys please let's welcome scotty scotty Sachs. great to meet, see you uh so your reaction to this digital id for babies in particular well isn't it fitting that bill gates is behind this and that he's the the maestro organizing and conducting this that's so so bill gates they're calling it Ma the African term Maisha Namba. Sounds satanic to me, doesn't it? Oh, it's it's satanic for a reason. Come on, you know this. This I mean, is 
in, they're in our face with all the symbolism, numerology, right? Dates, all this stuff. They don't quit. So they, they're saying it'll improve management of social programs and you won't need to carry around any ID anymore. What a wonderful program. And it's going to be planted somewhere in your body. I, well, I, I really I really think the world's going to go back to midwives and having natural childbirth uh, at home or somewhere else, out in the field, somewhere, anywhere I mean, but the hospital. Can you say 666? This is the mark of the beast. There's no question these digital implants uh, that they want. You know, this they're using Kenya and the Africans as a test. Yeah. James, how much have they abused the African nations? They're, they've drained their resources. Yeah. They have totally taken advantage of their land, of the people, and they're they're just doing it again. You know, and I saw was... a video not too long ago. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it was actually during COVID. I saw a video of little children jumping out of a second floor of a school, running away from the jab. They were smart enough, the kids, they pulled out the jab to give it to them in school. The kids were jumping out the window, running away from it. I hope they run away from this too. They they really got to run, run away from this. And this, if they're going to put this in the hospital and people go along with it, it's just total insanity, in my opinion. Uh, we're going to play our next video. So Scott and I can jump all over this because this is, this is all like, you know, it's, it's uh, 2024 is a target rich environment of all the insanity that's going on. And, and we got to expose all of it. It's just our job, really. This is in Chile. So you'll see mountains in the background. And why is that important? Because it's not sorry, Maui. Don't leave me. I want you here with me. I know that your love is gone. I can't breathe. I'm so weak. I know this isn't easy. So this happened the other day, Scotty. I mean, so, so of course, mainstream media does not cover any events like this at all, especially if it's down in Chile. And here we are with another another firestorm that happened as obviously man-made. What are your thoughts? Well, I don't know the backstory. This is the first I'm seeing of this. So I didn't know about it either because it's it's very, it seems like you found something that is worth talking about, though. So it looks just like Maui, doesn't it? It does. The same kind of destruction. The good news about Maui uh, I have uh, firsthand information that the indigenous elders of Maui, the the 80 something year old guys and women on Maui, the indigenous elders yep. have been holding have been holding meetings to hold those accountable. They know what they did. They know it was a land grab. They know this wasn't an organic fire that, you know, spread like crazy. So same thing. They're trying to destroy uh you know what? I say James are going out scorched earth. They're a desperate lot. Yeah. They really, really know they're in checkmate and they're going out scorched earth. They're definitely going out scorched earth because this is crystal clear uh, to me as well. I haven't done a lot of research on Chile because I was involved in other things. But this coming weekend, I'm going to go dive dive a little deeper into it to, to find out. But obviously, cars, forest fires don't melt cars. Sorry, they don't melt the glass, don't melt the aluminum alloy. I used to be in construction management materials. You know, they're, they're, you know, I used to go like in uh, inspection tests. I'm like, you know, Ken, is this actually a fireproof product? And they'd go into a lab and they they burn it to find out if it if it is or is not. There's no way those cars burn in any kind of normal fire. Not happening at all. Well, 
there must be something to that land. You know, Lahaina is a magical place. I've been there. You've probably been to Lahaina. I have. It's truly a magical place. They wanted to grab that land for not only for a playground for their uh, for their satanic cult, but for other rich natural, you know, the 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 soil, the resources. I bet you that land they zapped in Chile is very valuable land and has a lot of natural resources. It's got to be. There's no question about it. Let's let's uh, go to my PowerPoint deck, and I'll introduce Scotty properly. He's got a, a phenomenal background. And let's get into it. Got a couple of fun, uh, cheeky little things to discuss today. So this show is Unrestricted Warfare. This is the 40th episode with Scotty Sachs. I'm really glad he's here. Uh, basically, Scotty covers everything like I do. So I simply title the show World War III Babylon Beast, Babylon Beast System because that's who we're fighting. Um, you can find me either on Unrestricted Warfare or with my co-host uh, Tracy White on Beyond the Bible. And you can find these episodes on rumble.com uh, forward slash red pill project. So this is what I'll talk about. Scotty, you can join me in this conversation, but I just want to set this up for the audience. Year five, rampant COVID. It's just, it's, it's, I love their use of adjectives. Everything is rare when it's bad news. And, you know, when it's, when they want to scare you, it's rampant, it's aggressive. It's uh, you know, doomsday, right? So you use all this, all these adjectives either for or against their narratives. Right, so rampant COVID poses new challenges in the fifth year of the shamdemic or pandemic. Right, so they, they they basically have the gall to come out and say we're still in the pandemic. Says a lead COVID official with the World Harm or Homicidal Organization or Health Organization, whatever you want to call it. But this is what I, you you got to do, people, especially if part of your family or friends have been vaccinated. You need to start planting seeds, and you need to you know ask questions so they can answer their own questions. Right. Leave them hanging. Don't don't answer it for them. Give them questions. And you also need to change the language being used against us, right? As the gaslighting, the propaganda, the lies, and the brainwashing, right? When they say rare cancers, correct them. No, it's turbo cancers. Any cancer, turbo cancers. Ionerism, turbo cancers. Just keep pounding away. Long COVID, throw that out. Long vaxxed, that is what the condition is. There is no such thing as long COVID. Blood clots, nope. Vax clots. Start start using this language. Autoimmune diseases, sorry, VAIDS. Dr. Judy Mikovits' favorite, right, which is vaccine-induced AIDS. Scotty, what are your thoughts on trying to help people wake up? Well, it is uh, year five, but uh, all of the fallout and anything uh, remnant left over from COVID is from the jab. All of these things that are... Um, going on that which they perpetuated uh, all come from the jab the cancers the long vax the vax clots the vades it's all a result of this um safe and effective vaccine that the media put forth and you know the media's i you know james in the end i'm really hoping the media major executives uh from the media get charged with crimes against humanity because they're 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 largely responsible for Americans taking the jab in the millions. Did we ever figure out what percentage of Americans took the jab? I never heard a number. Well, they kept floating numbers out in the beginning, like 50% or no, nowhere near 50%. You know, I talk about two years ago, they're closer to 30 or 35%. It's probably now closer to 70%, but they have almost, no, there's no demand anymore. No one's, no one's asking for COVID boosters. All that is falling, falling apart on them. 
right? And then, and the more the people wake up, the worse it becomes for big pharma and CDC. And when all the people wake up, the great awakening, whatever you want to call it, the event, right? The event horizon, the black swan, what, when they realize they've been poisoned, oh, and they've been robbed of their money through inflation and taxation, oh, and the financial crash is not their fault, but the globalist fault. Oh, and when, when they see we're going to a nuclear showdown event of some kind of scare event, and the reason all wars are created by the same group of people, you're going to have a reckoning. You're not going to have five stages of grief. I would not want to be in a lab coat at the end of this year or a business suit because the people, the masses, the tens of millions of hundreds of millions of them, they're going to look at, at the enemy right or wrong as people in so-called authority and I wouldn't want to be dressed in authority. I'm just putting my opinion out there, Scotty. No, I would agree. I would agree with you. Uh, if you're a doctor, um, uh, you're an, a business executive with big pharma. I think uh, Americans are wising up to placing the blame where it belongs. Beyond Fauci, fraud Fauci, beyond Bill Gates, who yep. who openly said if we do a good job with vaccines, we can eliminate ten to fifteen percent of the world's population. He said that in a TED talk, right? Yeah, he so, did. You know, they never hide this. They're, the satanic cult, they're one of their part of their belief system, I should say, is they have to tell us what they're doing. They have to give us the warning. So they put it in movies. They put it in speeches. They put it in, in cartoons. They put it. I remember a Bugs Bunny cartoon that talked about IBM stock. They were they were promoting IBM stock in a Bugs Bunny cartoon years ago. So they put it out there for us, James. And it's no secret. I think you're right. Americans, there's no demand now for these uh, COVID shots, yet the California Department of Health, I'm in California currently, they continue to spend millions on radio and newsprint and uh, billboards to promote the jab. They're still promoting the jab. Totally insane. That's all I got to say with here, Scotty. Let's have some fun. This is this is the fun part of the show right here. Because we have, this This came out, this, this Putin-Trump video or image came out in social media about three three weeks ago maybe a little bit longer than that i saved it i pulled it right off because i thought it was great some people is a deep fake it's not a deep fake trump trump and putin met met during trump's first term when putin gave a bat a, a soccer ball which was purportedly had a lot of intelligence uh you know like flash drives inside the soccer ball so what what, what putin was giving wasn't a soccer ball per se or a trophy he was giving them an intelligence dump right, from the Russian point of view. So I believe that's what happened. But what's great here, this comes out three weeks ago, and then what happens next? We we got Putin and we got Tucker Carlson. And, of course, I have to mock this, right? Tucker, you're, you're, you're public <laughs> enemy number one, right? Knight? And what Tucker's response would be naturally, right? Only with the deep state, now where's the Russian vodka? Yeah, of course, I, I mock this because... Tucker, they're trying to block Tucker Carlson from coming back into the United States as a citizen. Scotty, what what insanity are we living in? Well, this is really interesting. Couple of uh, uh, pictures and uh, memes. Um, you know, Trump and Putin. Yeah. My sources for going back to 2012, 2013. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, joined. I joined a humanitarian group. Humanitarian group is. Uh, based on a financial reset, which we won't get into, but yep. that group was given some information, James, that I can share on a surface level because we have an NDA. Our NDA is with Homeland Security and the U.S. Treasury. So you know 
the information came from good sources. Yep. Trump, Trump, Putin, and Xi have an alliance. And they what's do. their alliance? To get rid of the globalist banking cabal, the 13 bloodlines that run the banks. Why? Because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. All three of those men despise the central bankers. Putin kicked him out years ago. Xi doesn't want him up his ass anymore because they've been up his butt, the central bankers, for years. And we know Trump is diametrically opposed to the Federal Reserve and the central banking system. So these men have been working together to unseat the globalist bankers. And you said it, all wars are bankers' wars, right? Yeah. So they know by unseating and and putting, you know, I, don't, I will say putting to death, but certainly eliminating the central bankers from controlling the financial system, the medical system, the education system. In doing so, we can probably see a return to some peace and prosperity in the world. And I think that's what this picture really represents is two men that know they're winning, right? They know, know they're, they're winning. know they're winning. So I'm, I'm with you 100% on the alliance, right? Trump's a white hat. Putin is a counterintuitive white hat, right? If you're looking from a Western point of view. And through the same Western lens, Xi Jinping's a double Asian white hat. Why? Because Xi Jinping was, his father was a communist. Xi Jinping was born a peasant. His father was murdered by Mao. So in China, they don't get revenge like, uh, you know, like the mob the next week or anything. They do it over a lifetime. And so Xi Jinping had to, had to you know, plagiarize his way through college, go into the Communist Party, work his way up. Right. With, with one one object of mind, getting revenge on, on the communist evildoers. And so he's infiltrated long time ago, the Communist Party of China. And so I'm with you, the three men getting together. You know, it's good to talk to you because you're one of the only people that is saying what I'm saying, that Xi Jinping is playing both sides of the fence. Yep. You call him a double agent. He's a white hat at heart, though. I really believe he may be a communist because he grew up in the system, yep. but he doesn't want the central banking cabal, the globalist uh, so-called elite, to continue to run the world because he knows they run it only for the, the benefit of their best interest, not ours. And I, I think it's a great picture. I've not seen this picture before, but this says it all. We're winning. We know it. We're going to put these uh, SOBs to bed. Yeah, and so this picture is probably old, but what, what what I'm referencing here is the fact it dropped a week before we even knew Tucker was interviewing Putin. This is, you know, it's sort of like the White Hats have a uh, sense of humor or sense of timing. They put this picture, someone puts this picture out on social media, it's shared everywhere, right? And it's like they're trolling the deep state. And then, of course, this happens, and, and that's, that's what I love about it. Yeah, I have not heard uh, Tucker's interview is out with Putin, right? Yeah, I heard. I haven't had a chance to to, to listen to I, it. I, I, I haven't had a chance to listen to it, but you know, it's done only in the way that Tucker can. And what a great caption you put! Uh, you know, Tucker wants to dive into the vodka while he's over there, don't you? Oh, come on, of course he does, and he's got that great laugh of his and everything. It's just, it's just awesome. And Putin is great. Come on, and you know the fact that Putin would sit down with Tucker. Putin is very media savvy. He knows that Tucker's audience is bigger than anybody. He's like Trump that way. They they yeah. you know it goes directly from Putin's mouth to Tucker, right? So they can't censor it. Right. This 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 is Trump did the same thing, right? Not only did he call fake news from day one, right? When he when he came out swinging in 2015 and 16, uh yeah. you know, Putin, Putin's the same way, right? You know, go ahead. Two of the most media savvy, if not the most media savvy guys in the world, Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin. I'm agreeing with you 100% on that.
All right, time for me to read Scotty's. I, I, lo I love the, 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 the one up top, the picture up top in the upper left. That's great. That's uh, the, the airport in Puerto Vallarta where I spend a lot of my time. Yeah, it looks like you're, uh, you're on vacation somewhere. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> Let me read a part of your bio. Your, your bio is very extensive. Scotty Sachs is host of Sovereign Radio Broadcasting from the belly of the beast mainstream media. Since the onset of the global pandemic on AM News, talk radio in Texas and California, and now on iHeart, Google Play, and Stitcher, the show has attracted guests like Dr. Avalita King, Charlie Kirk, Fox News legal analyst Greg Jarrett, and someone I interviewed uh, only a few months ago, and that is uh, Edward G. Griffin, or G. Edward Griffin, excuse me, the author of The Creature of Jekyll Island, which opened Scotty's eyes to the evil workings of the central bankers or the Babylonian beast system, whatever you want to call it, and their sycophant politicians and many others. Scotty has been entrenched in Hollywood, mainstream media, the music industry, and professional sports since the mid-1970s. Let's welcome Scotty Sachs. Scotty, I love, love, love your background. And this is where people, this is where you can find Scotty. Go to sovereignradio.net. Scotty Sachs, great to have you here. Seriously, this is is a pleasure. Well, pleasure's all mine. Great to be with like-minded guy putting out uh, the truth and the truth the best we know it. You know, we're not always right. We don't always have the best information, but I believe guys like you and I, we put out the truth the best we know it. That's that's my whole raison d'etre to, to, to put out the truth. I'm out to expose, and I do it in mainstream media. I, I like to say we're broadcasting from the belly of the beast. You know, I took advantage of my ties and uh, my relationships with mainstream media. Uh, they put us on the air in Texas and uh, California. We've been picked up for syndication this year. So the syndicators say the goal is 200 markets, 200 mainstream media stations. Wow. We run next to guys like Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, oh, oh, you're, Charlie you're Kirk. Red you're red pilling everybody. I love this. We are. And, and, and fortunately, I can cross the line that Hannity, Kirk, and Mark Levin can't, that Tucker Carlson is now crossing because he couldn't when he was at Fox News. That's correct. But my contract, we slipped in a little one-liner. I control the content. So there's no no censorship. Uh, if a station censored me, I'd simply leave the station. But the bottom line is, um, you know, we're, we're the mainstream media now. I've been saying this, James, that since 2021, if you take all of our independent podcasts, the truth or the Patriot yep. podcast, whatever you want to call us, alternative media, and you string us back to back, we're blowing away the mainstream media in terms of audience, in terms of share of audience, eyeballs, ears. Even we on reach social media, because what's being shared on social media is mocking the mainstream media, right? Exposing the gas lines, right? Uh, dissecting the narrative changes, their false flags, all of it, right? Everyone knows it's a sham. So they're being ridiculed, mocked, and skewered online, right? Let well, me tell you, well, we're we're, get, we're we're getting the benefit, not of the doubt, but the benefit. Like, you know, this is something close to truth as they know it. So it, it's it's really changed. Evidence that the mainstream media is dying and dead. About six months ago, CNN had an executive board meeting. I have a friend on the inside there. He was not in the meeting, but his best buddy was. The meeting was the board of directors and the executives from CNN. The reason they called this emergency meeting, should we sell CNN now, was the topic of the meeting. 
They wanted to talk about selling the network now. They're desperate. They know the rating. James, they have one-tenth the ratings they had about four years ago. I know. And, and, and they closed the Philippines office uh, this past week. Yeah, uh, they did. Another, another sign of, of CNN's global reach uh, coming coming to an end. It really is. I want to play a video because uh, neither Scott nor I are doctors, but we could still talk about things because this is interesting. We've been lied to about cholesterol. We've been lied to about sugar and salt and all sorts of things. And I think it's important. It's a one-minute video on what dementia is, why why we have such a incredible rise in dementia cases. It is pretty eye-opening for me. I saw this a couple of days ago, and I think it's really worth uh, discussing this with the audience because uh, we disease is a physician caused disease. Alzheimer's disease did not occur 40 years ago, even by another name. Now it's the number four killer of adults in the United States over the age of 65. Now what is Alzheimer's disease? Well, it's the going away of the myelin, the insulation material in the brain, the white matter of the brain, which makes up 75% of the brain weight. When the myelin goes away and you don't have enough raw materials to replace it, these naked nerve fibers get all tangled up. You all heard of the nerve tangles, right, in the myelin. They short circuit and you, your memory doesn't work. That's what that's what Alzheimer's is. Well, this myelin in the brain that makes up 75% of your brain weight is 100% cholesterol. So you go on a cholesterol-restricted diet, you're eating egg beaters instead of eggs, you're eating egg white omelets, you're eating margarine and, and canola oil instead of cream and butter and lard and eggs, and you're eating tofu instead of red meat, you're eating boneless, skinless chicken breasts. Now, how they grow chickens without skin, I don't know, but they figured that one out. You're better off throwing away the chicken and eating the skin. Then, if you can't get your blood cholesterol below 200, normal, remember, it's 220, 270, if you can't get your blood cholesterol below 200, they give you cholesterol-lowering drugs. Then you can't remember who you are because you have Alzheimer's disease. Now, because you can't rebuild the myelin in the brain. Imagine if he was, as Dr. Joe Wallach was on mainstream media everywhere. Imagine if, if instead of talking about vaccines, talking about that, right? The, the vegan diets, all, all of that nonsense. I'm first-generation Norwegian. So, of course, my parents are both you know born in Norway. They came here. And back when I was a kid, I was eating you know, like three, four eggs a day. I mean, even when I was four or five years old, a lot, a lot of Norwegian cheese, a lot of fats, meat four or five times a week, right? Fish very little. I had a very fat diet and boom, there you go. And cholesterol, my, my normal cholesterol is around 250 to 270. But doctors say that's really bad for you and I feel fine. So Scotty, <laughs> this is incredible news, simple Love news. It. Yeah, and it's not surprising. I've never heard it put this way, and I never understood the uh, reasoning behind Alzheimer's. Now it's very clear. Look, it's all about the Rockefeller-funded Western medical system yep. and the way they process our foods. They process out of our foods something called polycosinol. I've learned a lot about this because I'm working with a company that makes some products that have this ingredient called polycosinol, which triggers the body to heal itself. It builds the autoimmune system. They took all the polycosinols. Sugar, unprocessed, unrefined sugar, James, is yep. very high in polycosinol, a very healthy ingredient. They take it all out of our sugars. We get this garbage, un garbage processed, refined sugar that is only deadly, right? So, yep. yeah, they've been slow. It's a slow burn on our brain, isn't it? Totally slow burn on our brain. And I, I, I'm with you on that. It's just totally crazy but th that caught my eye because i had a guest on last week uh megan smith a filmmaker on different diseases and she she came to realization you know women breast cancer all stuff she came to realization that cancer simply loves a sugar environment hates not high oxygen environment 
So basically what she's saying is get rid of sugar as much as possible, especially the, the, the processed sugar, right? And then, you know, tune your body up uh, a couple of times a month in a hyperbaric oxygen tank therapy for a couple hours a month. And the chance of cancer growing in your body is probably pretty small. You know, it's um, really been a very methodical um, part of their system. This has all been a planned attack on our health. Uh, to deteriorate our health, I should say, not to promote our health, but to deteriorate our health. Yep. The Rockefeller Western medical system to keep us sick, to keep us in the system, spending money. And of course, you throw in the insurance companies and how that all works. But uh, I want to really quickly come back to something, James, I didn't get to finish because you're going to love the punchline to my CNN story. Go ahead. They held, they held this meeting to sell, should they sell CNN now? The meeting was over in 15 minutes. Do you know why? One of the one of the executives stood up and he shouted very upset at the room. He said, let's face it, y'all. We couldn't get a hundred bucks for this network right now. Meeting adjourned and the meeting was over. They agreed they couldn't sell the network for a hundred bucks. Nobody would touch it. So the meeting was over. So, yeah, mainstream media, that's just a one sign. There's many signs of mainstream media being dead. But the day that CNN realizes they can't get a hundred dollars for their network is a good day to me. Yeah, well, Sports Illustrated uh, left uh, like Firebase and virtually all its staff 10 days ago. I guess the woke fat pigs in bathing suits. Excuse me, but that's just what I call spade a spade. I mean, you know, that's not turning on anybody, right? You're not no longer covering sports the way you used to. Um, it's just forget about it. And then there's uh, 500 other journalists have been fired in the month of January this year. And there was a big Hollywood reporter. I mean, of... of Usually, Hollywood Reporter focuses on movies, right, and TVs and things. No, they're not focusing on entertainment. They're focusing on the crisis that billions of dollars can't save journalism, and journalists need a bailout, yes, from the government, so they can continue the lies and propaganda. What's your reaction to that? Well, first, I, I have to share this anecdote, because you're undoubtedly were a guy like me watching Peter Jennings years ago. Yep, uh, we did. Peter Jennings was on in almost every house. He had the highest ratings ever of, of the six o'clock news. More people watched Peter Jennings than any newscast then and now. He had about 16, 17 million homes watching him. Yep. He told me in 1989, sitting alone at a dinner table, I just happenstance, I ended up alone at an ABC event sitting with Peter Jennings. He told me, Scotty, everything you see in here on TV is a media construct and a narrative. So that was 1989. It's just taken us 50 years to figure out what Peter Jennings said was right. I think even the left knows now. I think even the Democrats, the left, and uh, their sycophants know that mainstream media is a construct and a narrative to fit an agenda. Peter Jennings said it. He was reading, as he said, talking points that did not mean a thing. They were a construct and a narrative. He admitted to reading talking points that were a construct and a narrative. He had a four, four or five drinks in him, James, I might add. He was drinking the Russian vodka. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was. I actually uh, saw him on the Upper upper West Side where he lived. The ABC News used to be be near there. So I saw him walking down the street and realized he, he was, wow, he was a real tall guy. This is, I think, before 9-11. He, he died you know, a little bit after 9-11. Right. Went back to smoking cigarettes. That was the cover story, at least, of, of how he supposedly died. But interesting. I like Peter Jennings. He was he was amazing. He was Canadian too, wasn't he? 
Canadian born. He loved America. If he was alive today, he'd be a patriot. He'd be one of us patriots. He loved this country. Yeah. He, 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 we talked about interesting. He brought up the constitution. I asked him what was the biggest difference between Canada and the United States. He said, your constant, our, he said our constitution because he was, he became an American citizen. So he loved the constitution. He was a patriot. And, um, you know, he, he, admitted that everything we see in here is a construct and a narrative. Johnny Cash and his wife told me, James, that when I asked why Johnny wouldn't go to meeting, I was working for Johnny. I should tell you the backdrop. I was working for Johnny Cash syndicating a radio show for him called Johnny Cash American Folklore. It was just Johnny strumming a guitar, telling stories about America. If he was alive, he'd be at the front of the Patriot movement. I guarantee you that man loved America. So he always wanted to do a show to talk about this country. So he went into the studio, spent a couple hundred hours recording this material. Johnny strumming his guitar, telling stories of his traveling around America. We cleared it on about 200 radio stations. And we got a a letter from his record label saying, "Uh, uh, uh, we own the music, Johnny. You don't. You can't do that radio show. So he put me on a plane. He said, go negotiate the rights so we can continue airing the radio show. I said, why won't you come to the meeting? You you ought to be there, Johnny. He said, no, won't go. When we got done negotiating the rights, I got done. I went alone. I came back. I was with his wife, June Carter Cash, in a green room. He yeah. was doing a concert. So I asked her, June, why doesn't Johnny come to meetings with me? He won't meet with any of the radio executives. He won't meet... He won't meet with the vice president of his record label. Why won't he go to meetings? Well, she had friends around. So she said, Scotty, because they're a Luciferian satanic cult, they worship Satan. Wow. That's her answer. And so I later asked Johnny over the next couple of weeks as I was traveling with him to elaborate on it. And he wouldn't talk much except to say, Scotty, I've seen things you wouldn't want to know about. Scotty, they're really, really a Luciferian cult. They're a satanic group of people. You wouldn't want to know the things they do. So I suspect he saw Andrina Chrome and he saw some satanic all, ritual all things. Stuff. He saw all these satanic stuff they were a part of. He withdrew completely from them. He continued to play his music, but he wouldn't go to meetings with them. He wouldn't associate with them. He wouldn't even do business with them anymore. He didn't, he didn't care about the money anymore. No, you, you've given me a, a new light on Johnny Cash. And now I'm actually really, I really want to go back and revisit. So listen, to, those, listen to his music carefully. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, because, you know, uh, you, you know, growing up in New York, being first generation Norwegian, uh, you know, New York with the disco era and rock and roll and all that stuff. I wasn't much of a country music fan. I'm just going to say that because I'm not born in that environment. But Johnny Cash was big with my my late older sister, so I'm going to go back and make make a visit there. That is for sure. That that's really interesting. But I can see that. I know Peter Jennings. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I I can see Peter Jennings be doing exactly saying same thing with Johnny Cash. I can actually see they're here for America, freedom, sovereignty. Right. The name of your radio so show was what? Sovereign Radio. Yeah, it didn't take me but two minutes when Town Square Radio put a mic in front of me and said, you're going to do a radio show whether you want to or not. I really didn't want to do it. They said, you got to come up with a name. I said, okay, three, two, one, Sovereign Radio, because we need <laughs> we need to get our sovereignty back. We, we are sovereign beings. We are a sovereign nation. 
and we we've lost our sovereignty. But you know, if you take those two things, what Peter Jennings told me and Johnny Cash told me, and I did not connect the dots in my thirties, believe me, I didn't. But we connect the dots today. If we're living in a world that's been a media construct and a narrative, it's kind of an MK Ultra play on the human, oh, on the human brain, right? MK Ultra. In fact, uh, I played a video la- uh, ten days ago on Al Roker. Who who was an, an MK Ultra victim? He was literally on the set of NBC outside uh, the morning show about ten years ago, and then the the woman reading would would would, would you know say this now and say Holy Ghost, and he Al Roker froze, completely froze. Really, really. And, That's and then interesting. The, a couple of MK Ultra people I know that are uh, you know been feed me saying he clearly he's he's MK Ultra, and certain generals. You get to a certain level in corporation, certain corporations, right? A lot of them are MK Ultra trained. Yeah. If you if you take those two things that we live in a construct and a narrative, and the world is run by a Luciferian cult, is it any wonder why we're at where we're at in 2024? This is why we are sitting here fighting to get our sovereignty back. Yep. Fighting to get our sovereignty. And the other thing you mentioned, they have to tell us what they're going to do next. Right. Disease X is coming. So we know a pandemic two is coming. They're telling us. Right. Well, why do they do that? Because God is given the universal law of informed consent. Everybody has informed consent. So they kind of have, even though they try to deceive us, trick us, the grand deception, they have to tell us kind of what they're doing. Right. Otherwise, they're they're breaking the universal law and they can't. God will wipe them out if they don't. So they have to. Yeah, indeed. You know, we, we probably don't have much time, James. I like to always leave audiences with optimism. We got I'm seventeen. A- we got seventeen minutes to let you know. Okay, good. But we're we're going to definitely have time. I want to do two things. I want to play a one minute video on a citizen reporter who's awake to conspiracy theory being you know complete farce. So we could talk. About, I want to talk about citizen reporters because five four years ago you didn't find any, right? You and I were doing our thing, but but not everybody. So like when I played that video from from the the, the Kenyan digital ID. You had that gentleman down there below making faces and doing all that stuff. Yeah. That's a citizen reporter, yes. right? He, he's telegraphing his reaction to what the, what the what the newscaster was saying. So you got a lot of these using TikTok and Instagram and, and other vehicles, but they're getting their messages out. And it's, it's kind of interesting to see. So let me play this last video. Then I'm going to talk about the financial reset, and then we're going to talk about what's coming. All right. As far as hope, because we're winning. We're conspiracy theorists. We look for chemtrails every time we go for a walk. We're conspiracy <laughs> theorists. We don't take our kids to well visits. We're conspiracy theorists, and we wear shirts like this because we love meeting other conspiracy theorists. We're conspiracy theorists. When we get together, we trash talk the government and discuss the latest psyops. Conspiracy theorists, we only shop on the outside grocery aisles. We're conspiracy theorists, and we only watch TV to spot the propaganda and predictive programming. We're conspiracy theorists, we research everything. Conspiracy theorists, we don't co-parent with the government. We're conspiracy theorists, we don't trust Rockefeller medicine. We're conspiracy theorists, we don't drink tap water. We're conspiracy theorists. Our dream is to live on a farm and a commune with other conspiracy theorists. <laughs> I love her. I I don't know who she is. I want to meet her. No, she she. I want to grow up to be like her one day. I mean, I just she was amazing, and and it's just so tongue in cheek. And you wouldn't see this three or four years ago, but now you're seeing a lot of this and a lot of the gentlemen with the TikTok video, right? 
and they're making faces with the, with the you know the actual talking points, the, the media construct you're talking about. They're being destroyed by by millions of citizen reporters. Scotty, take it away. I, that's I love her, and people well, like. You, her. you know the difference between a conspiracy theory and a conspiracy, don't you? What? It's about six months. <laughs> well, now it's twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, right now it's now it's really about six days. But yeah, so <laughs> it's it's interesting. All of the conspiracy theories that you and I and our compatriots have put forward have pretty much come around to be true, haven't they? All, all, all of them. Right? It's, it's basically you're batting a thousand, and you never hear hear about that in baseball, right? I mean, even Ted, even Ted Williams even, bat four hundred. That was the best ever in the last hundred years. Come on, we're batting yeah, a thousand people. I think we're batting about seven or eight hundred. So we're really in we're really in the all star team. But seriously, uh, I think all but the UFO conspiracy is yet to be played out. I don't think that one's played out enough yet. But that's no, not coming. Yet. It's coming. Oh, I agree with you. There's gonna be you're gonna be full disclosure on that. It's coming. We're in revelation out of the Bible, whether you believe in the Bible or not, but it's literally everything's revealing itself. And by the way, in What's what's amazing? I have all these pastors that, that vaccinated themselves, but I guess they never read Revelation. Had they read Revelation eighteen three, they would they would learn the word pharmakia. Well, pharmakia is the base for pharma, big pharma, pharmakia. What does pharmakia mean in Greek? Oh, it means sorcery, witchcraft. Yeah, warlocks. Are you are you kidding me? That's medicine. It's not medicine. You know, it's in front I've of their asked, face, and yet they take the jab. I've asked uh, three different professions why they didn't step forward during the pandemic and speak out one of them is clergy why did you close your churches why did you give yeah. in to freedom of religion i've asked doctors why didn't you step forward you sensed that jab was no good why didn't you step forward and i've asked lawyers you guys understand the law you know right from wrong why didn't you step forward and the answer is the same for all three james fear they were all afraid, afraid of losing licenses, afraid of losing their credibility with their family and friends, and afraid of being put out of business, perhaps. But, you know, fear is driving everything because isn't that what the cabal uses? That's that, that, right. And is like it fear said, their they're number one? Out, they're running out of chess moves and they're running out of ammo. And and so now it's squared shirt all the way. I'm fully with you on that. So I, I, I'm sure you covered the, the great financial reset. Right. And in, in the, in the digital currency, I just want to preface this and then you can agree or disagree and go in any direction you like. Uh, I've been covering the, the CBDC for more than a year. And we, we kept hearing the Fed coin was going to roll out. Right. The American version was going to roll out in July of last summer. And it's now uh, February. And I haven't heard, heard boo about Fed coin anymore. So that was in blasting through the media for a month. I don't know if it was, it was a distraction on purpose or whatever. But there is no Fed coin on the horizon. It's not even coming this July. That's my opinion. CBDC. So even even over in Europe, they've had a problem. Right? Ursula, Ursula, right? Or not Ursula. Uh, Christine Lagarde. Excuse me. She's the the the, the chairman of the e, e, Euro uh, central banks. She comes out saying, uh, "You know, we hope to get it out in October." That was back May of last year. October rolls around. Nothing. We're now in February of 2024. Nothing. I've heard squat about it. You know, we heard Davos trying to rebuild the trust. And, it, you know, they want to misinformation, disinformation has the worst problems. But I didn't hear a lot about CBDCs. So I don't think they got the technology yet to pull it off. I They, they can't go 
you know, mine and track 100 million people. The technology, the bandwidth, the the compute power, the, the servers, they don't have it working yet. So I've been told by great sources, not good sources, that the Agenda 2030 is six years behind schedule. Take it away. Well, first of all, let's look at what's really going on in the world. There's something moving from east to west, and it ain't central bank digital currency. It's asset-backed currency. The BRICS nations have backed their currency with what? Precious metals. You know, it is it is biblical. Haggai 2 versus 8, the gold and silver are mine. Yeah. We, we will see a financial reset. There's no doubt about it, James, but it's not going to be their central bank digital currency. We will see a United States Treasury dollar. Mind you, they're already printed and sitting at the banks, James. That's the hope I'm giving everybody. There's the call rainbow currency. It's very colorful. It's vertical. The bills are printed this way, not horizontal. And they're backed by gold and silver. They're backed by precious metals and other natural assets. So the financial reset that's coming is one of a return. What did JFK sign? An executive order to put us back on the gold standard. That's coming. Uh, they've been working on it for 60-some years to ensure that we get a return to sound money. The only sound money can be a currency backed by real assets, not central bank digital currencies. So Qual Schwab, we're not going to get our central bank digital currencies. No. It's not going to happen. Uh, you know, 70% of the world's population is now part of the BRICS. They have de-dollarized. The fiat dollar, the petrodollar is dead. 70% yeah. of the world doesn't recognize it anywhere. I was in Mexico in a, with, with a friend several months ago trying to sell U.S. dollars to banks. They wouldn't touch them. In Mexico, they used to love the U.S. dollar. Of course. Banks, banks and currency exchanges and even the merchants would kill to get their hands on the greenback. They don't want to touch it. So the de-dollarization is here. It's dead, dead in the water, the U.S. fiat dollar. And central bank digital currency is a conversation for the globalist elite to have. It's their it's their wet dream, James, to control Correct. us through CBDC. And it's, it's basically pretty much game over, right? They, they're not in control. They are behind schedule. When I saw uh, Prince King, Queen Charles, whatever his name is, uh, you know, May of last year, and he pointed to a uh, climate clock countdown, uh, clock client, uh, countdown, excuse me, it had in eight years. And I'm like, hold on, eight years, the, the world's going to end. Oh, I'm confused, though. Eight plus 2023 is 2031. I thought it was agenda 2030. So I knew then they were behind schedule. That was like that was a clear sign to me. And then, of course, I got confirmation recently that they're way behind schedule. So it's 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 pretty much their dream of transhumanism will come to an end. Their dream uh, dream of, of of financial control and everybody in the world come to an end. Their their dream of a digital ID implanting everybody that's not happening either. So I'm with you on the good news. Yeah, this is this is really the future, uh, and and I leave your audience with that reality: the the hope, the faith, and the knowledge that we will return to an asset-backed U.S. dollar. The money is printed in the banks. I can send you a picture of the currency. I have a picture of it, James. 
And uh, I would love not, to see that, Scotty. And then I'll. It's I'll, not AI. It wasn't created by some artificial intelligence. No. It's the real thing. Um, so I don't know when. The one thing we don't know. Yep. It's not a question of if, but when they'll reveal it. But I can tell you the clue will be when Joe Biden goes and whether that's before the elections, he goes by some, you know, illness or uh, some disappearing at COVID, they can't, COVID, whatever, whatever he has, whatever, it'll probably be a medical. They'll probably use some medical excuse, right? Why he has to step aside when he's gone. That's when they'll unveil the new dollar because they won't give him the history will not give him the credit for being the president during the release of the asset backed currency. So he has to be gone. The minute he's gone, all bets are off on the CBDC and we'll see the introduction of the asset backed US dollar printed by the US Treasury, not the Federal Reserve. Now the Federal Reserve was rolled into the US Treasury in the CARES Act of March 2020. Indeed it was. All right, and the CARES Act has become what a sting operation for all those hospitals that that killed people with, with the Fauci protocol of ventilators, uh, remdesivir, right. and the in the hospice drugs, right? And you combine that with the executive order Trump wrote in December of 2017, yep. seizing the assets of those who committed crimes against humanity and corruption, globalist corruption, uh, and Trump and the White Hats have drained the bank accounts of the central bankers sufficiently. Yeah, when the Epstein Island, some more good news, when the Epstein Island list came out on the 3rd of January, we've seen in January, we've seen 175 high-level resignations from corporations such as JetBlue's uh, CEO. He's out next week, right? He's given a day, he's gone, and others. And then you've seen about five uh, thrones in Denmark and UK, places like that, that are advocating the throne. So we're seeing this, all play itself out all but none of it's an accident yeah i really think um we're going to get a chance to rebuild all of the system james the political system the financial system the medical system the education system they've left us with nothing workable we can't even the put legal a, system the bar legal system on that's that's a foreign foreign and network we're also going to learn how to farm and, and use your hands again and spend time outdoors and put down the the, 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 the screens, right? The, the screen generation have to learn like, oh yeah, there's a world around us, right? I mean, it's just just incredible. Scotty, got a couple, two minutes, close out the show, any direction light. Tell, tell the audience three reasons to come listen to your SovereignRadio.net. Go ahead. Well, I think they'd be the same three reasons to listen to Unrestricted Warfare. Uh, we'll tell you the truth the best we can. Uh, we have guests who are in the know, Um I have guests that uh, really are experts, whether it's the border issue and Victor Avila, uh, whether it's um, the uh, what's going on with the World Health Organization. Michelle Bachman is all over the World Health Organization. She's working full time when she's not uh, the what do they call the regent at a university in Minnesota. She's right. working full time on the death of the World Health Organization. Love it. Um, and people like Alveda King, you know. Our guests really do bring uh, the legitimate truth to the table. Um, so I, you know, I think it's it's information you won't hear from the mainstream media. So if you're stuck in the mainstream media and you want to figure out what's going on, well, they wouldn't be listening to your show if they're stuck in the mainstream media, would they? Be no, they didn't realize. Wait, hold it. How, how come I ever heard this on mainstream media? I better listen to Scotty and James because uh, I'm getting I'm getting some different information that actually makes 
much more logical sense, right? Intuition in the heart than it does with the fake propaganda. Yeah, and we seem to be aligned on all the issues. Uh, you know, people not too many people understand that Putin, Trump, and G have an alliance for a reason. That uh, they are indeed wiping down, wiping out the globalist banking cabal. Yeah, uh, when I was interviewed by a couple of Patriot uh, podcasters last year, when I told them that, they're like, "What? Huh? It's like, come on, it's lo it's logical." But if you don't know who Xi Jinping was growing up. You, you, that's where you start. You start with his background. Oh, revenge for his father. Oh, and Chinese revenge takes a lifetime. They don't do it like the mafia, like I said, in, in the day. It doesn't happen, right? He plans this. And so he was destined, Putin's destined, and Trump were destined all to come together. I love, I love this story. You know, there's still a lot of people. And when you say we're not going to get CBDC, we're going to get an asset-backed currency that's printed by the U.S. Treasury, that's outside of the globalist banking system, no more Federal Reserve, still a lot of patriots, good people who are conservatives that don't understand they're not in control anymore. No, they, they, they have lost control. They lost control. And a lot of stuff we're seeing in Israel, just to touch on this last subject in the last minute here, a lot of stuff in Israel, we're, we're seeing, like we saw in Ukraine, a lot of it's green screen, right? A lot of it's like acting, and then some of it's real. So it's it's very like you and I are not physically in Gaza to figure out what's what, but we have we have a lot of this. So I'm not sure exactly what we're watching. So I'm I'm kind of on the fence trying to trying to to gather information, but not all of it's crystal clear. You know, the one thing I can tell you that I'm pretty certain of because multiple sources have confirmed both Ukraine and Israel were deep state strongholds, right? They yeah, had a absolutely. stronghold, they also had tunnels that they use to traffic kids. So there's been an operation. This war may just be a front for a white hat operation to destroy the deep state tunnels and to destroy the deep state infrastructure, certainly to destroy the biolabs that were in Ukraine and Israel. The two countries with the most biolabs are Ukraine and Israel. The third is Taiwan. That's why if China goes in Taiwan, don't think all the propaganda we got last three years, Taiwan's innocent. They might not be, right? Right. If Xi Jinping goes in there and wipes out Taiwan and over the biolabs. That's an operation as well. Coming. Another Thanks, deep Scotty. state stronghold. Appreciate it. Thank you, James. Pleasure. Good talking with you. All right. Thanks. See you, see you next time. All right.